Cybersecurity with Rafi Jamgochian. This is episode 97 on Kelly Backlist Go Legal Yourself podcast. Welcome to the Go Legal Yourself podcast. This show is about knowing the legal life cycle of your business. Welcome to the Go Legal Yourself podcast. I'm your host, Attorney Kelly Bagler, the queen of business law. Today, I have the pleasure of interviewing Rafi Jamgachian. I believe I pronounced that correctly. I'm sure he's going to correct me, though. Rafi Jamgachian. Rafi and his wife, Elena, uh, are founders of the Triad Networks which helps boutique investment companies get their cybersecurity and technology in order. Rafi is a certified information system security professional and a member of the US Secret Services Cyber Fraud Task Force. What a mouthful. Welcome to the show, Rafi. Thank you, Kelly. Fantastic. Please pronounce your surname. Uh, it's Jam Gochian. You were very close, very close. <laughs> and and we practiced that too. <laughs> <laughs> You're not the first to fumble it, for sure. Well, at least it's a talking point, isn't yes, it? <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Rafi Jamgochian, love it, love it. Rafi, do you have a joke for our fantastic listeners? I do. Uh, how many lawyer jokes are there? <laughs> how many? Uh only three. The rest are true stories. Exactly. <laughs> That's one of my favorites too. I, I know. <laughs> I know. And and I, and I'm sure that you absolutely love lawyers. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. Can't live with them. Can't live without them. I mean. <laughs> yes. Was that a Freudian slip up? I think so. I think so. <laughs> well, apparently, my husband's stuck with this one. He has to live with me, and he can't exactly. live without me. Exactly. Exactly. Um, well, I'm super excited to have you on the show because cybersecurity, we all have heard of it and some some of us know what it is, but most of us need it. Can you go into a, a very layman's definition, Rafi, of what is cybersecurity? Sure. Um, so security we know uh, is the object of being safe. Uh, the cyber part of it is uh, being safe uh, with our technology and online. Uh, it's really as as uh, as easy as that. Um, the complex part is is uh, is how to do it, but there are some basic things that most people can do to to be safer than they are today. Cybersecurity over the past, I'm going to say probably three to five years, it's really been the forefront. Right in in on TV, you know, in radio, anywhere where you, even in magazines, everywhere where you go, you you are confronted with what's going on as far as cybersecurity goes, and literally, it is a threat, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, it's out of the uh, you know the hoodies and the shadows uh, that we uh, that we all think about, you know, cybersecurity issues and hacks and things like that, Uh, and now it's mainstream. We hear about compromises happening all the time. It's on the everyday news. Uh, you know, water plant in, in Florida, just uh, only uh, last week. Um, it's there. So it's all around us. Uh, in the in the past, it was very difficult to 
get people to understand the, where the threats are. And more and more now it's, you know, the news is helping at least getting the story out that where we are now, the difficult part here is the, uh, getting people to understand that they have a part in it and how they can help themselves. Just over the span of a year, uh, even, even with me, so my, my law firm, I have a, an IT company that I work with and they make sure that the information that I receive and, and uh, you know, sort of send out is secure. But Rafi, it's unbelievable how many people around the world, it, the threat can come from anywhere. And they're literally around the world trying to hack into anyone's computer. Could you even imagine the amount of information that, you know, investment companies have, right? It's, it's, it's someone's whole life. It's their bank accounts, it's their social security. Yeah. Tell me how you got into this incredible field. So uh, interesting story. So we, I was working at an investment firm, uh, helping them out with just technology related stuff. I was a help desk guy, helped them fix things, you know, that kind of thing. I was good with computers as a kid and, and you know, got into IT uh, a few years after college. Um, one day while working around, uh, we got a call from one of our, one of the employees saying, something's going on with my computer. It's, it's acting up. Can you come take a look at it? So we went up to take a look and it was actually uh, what's called a worm uh, where uh, the, the, uh, the, the program, the malicious program was actually replicating itself, jumping from computer to computer and infecting it as it goes along. It actually wasn't doing any damage, but because of its, the nature of what it was doing, it was kind of, it was spreading all over the place and causing all the computers to slow down. And that really intrigued me. I really wanted to understand and dig into a, how did it get in there to what is it doing? Uh, why is it doing what it's doing? How is it doing what it's doing? And really kind of dig in. And that's really where I got the security bug and why I went deep into that, into that field. And you've been obviously doing this. Is it just for clients here in the US that you provide services for or can it be anywhere? Uh, they can be anywhere. Most of our clients are U.S.-based companies. Uh, however, they have uh, people and subsidiaries that are overseas. Uh, you know, we work with, for example, we have one you know, venture capital firm that is uh, one arm is in the U.S., one arm is in India. Uh, so we support both ends of it. You know, we have some technology firms, not not uh, financial, that are in the U.S. and Armenia and other places. So we're, we, we can function worldwide, but we're primarily a, a, a US based uh, firm. So Rafi, talk, talk us through, for example, with, with hackers, right? Hacking isn't a new phenomenon. It's been around no. for a very long time, but it's just becoming people are becoming aware of it just because what's been happening in the news, right? Sure. It, it's not just private uh, companies that are getting hacked. It's the government sectors are getting hacked too. Sure. I mean, if you look at the last uh, couple weeks in the news where we had really large firms, even security firms that were getting broken into uh, allegedly by uh, Russian um, uh, attackers, that they used actually our own software against ourselves, which is actually something that has been it been happening all along. So think about, you know, we, we always tout that we should keep our software up to date and keep up uh, updating to make sure that you get the latest patches. 
that now you have a malicious actor that gets involved in those patches, sticks their bad stuff in the middle of that, and now all the patches are infected. And that's basically how they broke into uh, some of these larger firms. So yes, governments are getting hacked all the time. Uh, I'm sure that our government is doing the same to other governments as well. Uh, but it's one of those things that it's a, uh, it's a, uh, it's a constant battle. Uh, it is more in the news now. It's, it's because it's affecting everybody. Uh, you know, only a few years ago, we had essentially the biggest dump in, uh, in history where all of our records uh, that were used by the, um, one, uh, one of the credit unions, uh, credit uh, monitoring services have been, that was available, you know, millions of records, hundreds of millions of records. So if you haven't been hacked, chances are you have, if you, your information is probably out there. Um, but it's, uh, you know, the, the big companies are, are, are definitely threats, but guess what? Small businesses are also being hacked. 60% of businesses that get hacked don't open again. So it's, it's a, it's a uh, critical thing, especially for companies that are, are are on the smaller side. It's extremely devastating, extremely. And, you know, I, I've seen emails come through and now they're getting even smarter, right? So what, what these emails are saying and who doesn't shop on Amazon? Huh? Everyone shops on Amazon. So these emails that come through, it's, oh, thank you for your purchase on Amazon. You're, we will be billing you for, you know, $250. And then you you look into that and you think, oh my God, you know, and then there's a number, there's a phone number in the email to call. And yeah. when you call that number, that's when they get your information. Well, who is this? You know, what's your name? And what's the address on the account and all of that information. But you have to look at the email from where it came. It's some right. sort of crazy Gmail account. And so people need to be aware. Have you come across this? All the time. Uh, we have uh, not only just the uh, just emails, but we've had people get phone calls uh, on their on their cell phones, text messages that say, "Hey, you you have the." Uh, uh, I get uh, once a week. I get one that's uh, uh, the FBI. We have your uh, <laughs> uh, information. You, you didn't file taxes or some something like that, and that that, that the police are coming to arrest you. So. That's that's a weekly occurrence for us, but it's a uh, it's very common, uh, and it's a, it's you get the other ones where uh, an email from your CEO, someone masquerading as your as your business owner, saying, "Hey, can you buy some uh, gift cards? I want to pass these out to the employees for whatever uh, as a bonus." Uh, and then they say, "Get get me the gift cards, then send me pictures of the gift cards," and it's it's all a, it's all a scam. The other part on the business side, you were seeing a lot of invoice scam where somebody will send a fake invoice to you, uh, but then change the bank records of your client. So it looks like it's coming from your customer, your your uh, your customer, or from a supplier, uh, but they're telling you different bank records than normal. Oh, by the way, our bank records have changed. Please send your the the wire to this, and then you're out thousands of dollars because you you sent the wire to the wrong place. You know the what you just mentioned where people are getting text messages from their boss. True story, Rafi, true story. My husband, right? my husband's a very smart man. He actually got a text from his boss saying, can you please purchase $500 worth of gift cards? And he's thinking, Oh yeah. Okay. You know, I'll, I'll do my, I'll do my boss a favor. He's probably too busy to go out and get it himself. But the card that he used obviously refunded everything back and, it really happened. These are true yeah. life These stories. These are true stories. Yeah, absolutely. 
And then and they happen all the time. Yes. And especially that one too, where you get a phone call and they say, there is a warrant out for your, uh, uh, for your name, right? Or the IRS is uh, investigating you. Please call this number. And, and it sounds very, uh, you know, like, you know, for, for many people, that's like, oh, that's obviously fake. But think about the people who are, they're home. Maybe they're, they're not technically savvy. They're elderly. They're, they're, it doesn't have to be somebody who's old getting to, and now like, you know, that's, that's a lot of fear now that you put into that, uh, that person that they they potentially can have somebody come arrest them. So it's, it's, it's nuts. And all they do, and then that they're getting their social security number and then they're opening up credit cards in their name and, and what have you. So it's, it's a constant battle. You know, I see life as a chess game. Right. Everything seems to be a chess game in business. You have to always stay one head, one step ahead of your competitors in life. You always have to outthink, you know, the, the people that are trying to do harm to you. Sure. How how do you stay ahead of these savvy hackers? Because that's exactly what they are. They're already two steps ahead of you. And we're all trying to yeah. catch up now because now we're using authentications on phones and computers, right? But how do you counsel your clients, Rafi? How do you stay ahead of them? Yeah, it's a great question. So it's uh, obviously it's ever-changing. Things are moving very fast. Uh, we keep up to date with, uh, there's a lot of security podcasts. I listen to a lot of them. I, I read a lot. Um, I consult with peers. Um, nothing, nothing is an insular. One, one thing that's great about the security community is they're very giving, uh, and we share a lot of information and that's, and then that sharing part of it is becoming more and more. We created these, uh, information sharing organizations. Some are, some are related to a specific vertical. Maybe you're in the legal vertical or financial vertical. Um, the IT vertical and these we share together what the threats are that are out there uh, as a company that supports a number of companies uh, we're also uh, a, a big target because you get access to us you get access to many uh, not too dissimilar from a, a legal firm uh, if you get access to a lawyer's information now you have access to all their clients as well uh, that's how a number of, uh, of folks were exposed um, not too long ago with, with, uh, some, some legal firms being hacked. So it's, it's a, it's something that you're, you're always looking at. We have some frameworks that we use that we keep into, uh, keep it up to date with the threats, just make sure that we have whatever defenses are and the, but there's the tactics are always changing and, and you have to evolve with it, but guess what? Most of them are using really simple methods, uh, to attack us. And so it's not like they're really super sophisticated. Yes, the nation states uh, that are out there that have the uh, the ability to do kind of really sophisticated hacks, the vast majority of the commercial grade attacks are not like that. They're usually basic stuff, basic hygiene, if you want to think about it that way, keeping your systems up to date, making sure you have security software, don't share passwords between websites, use an authentication application like you were referring to uh, all those things are are going to help you protect yourself uh, from from potential damage uh, thank you so much for sharing that valuable information I was going to ask you how do we how how do we get a step ahead how do we protect our data because without internet right without emailing without having secure information in the cloud, 
how, how do we protect all of that? And, and how often should we meet with, with someone like you? So uh, if you're, if you have a business and you're not working with a, an, an IT professional, especially one that has some security focus, uh, you know, definitely do that. Call somebody, get recommendations, you know, reach out. Uh, if you want, reach out to me. I can recommend somebody in your area that can, that can help you out. But it's, uh, it's not all technology companies are built the same and not everybody necessarily has the thinking to, to understand what, how a, a hacker's mind works. Um, you know, a hacker tries to uh, make things work to their advantage differently than it was intended to. That's really kind of the, the core. It's not necessarily a negative term, um, but, you know, that's obviously the way that things are working. So if you're, if you're a business, you're looking for a way to protect yourself, definitely reach out to people to, uh, to get that. Um, I think that's, that's what you asked me. I, I kind of lost my, uh, my chance out there. But in the, at the end of the day, uh, we all can do a little bit to protect ourselves by knowing what information we have, where we have it, and then pretending, uh, making the defenses around that. Um, at most of the time, we don't even know where we put our information. The privacy laws are changing too. You know, I'm not a lawyer. Uh, so the privacy laws are changing. So businesses are going to have to adhere to a lot more uh, regulatory scrutiny here in the U.S. as well. It's already started in your state, in California. Uh, it's getting even harder in California starting next year. Uh, that's spreading to other states as well. Um, it's very similar to kind of the privacy mentality that we have in Europe. So the getting in front of that is going to be, uh, be beneficial. Absolutely. I always counsel clients, especially when it comes to websites. And, and it's the FCC that oversees uh, websites, if you will, and you, they have to be compliant with the law, meaning that they have to have at least three three crucial uh, pieces of information on their website. One is the terms and conditions have to have to have that. The other one is definitely the privacy policy that you just mentioned, Rafi. Absolutely, and and the other one is a disclaimer. And so, without those three, you literally are opening yourself up from being to be sued from pretty much everywhere in the world because anyone has access to your website. It's not just uh, people in the US anymore, right? right. It's, it's worldwide. So yeah. those are definitely the, the three documents that are a must have on each and every website for business owners. And if you don't need to collect information, don't collect the information. Uh, if you don't need to hold on to uh, personal uh, identifiable uh, details, don't do it. Take it scrap it, make sure you have a policy around it, internal policy and how you handle that stuff. Otherwise, it's going to catch up to you someday if, if uh, somebody, you know, as the laws change or if, like you said, like if you're in California and then now, uh, now somebody says, I want you to delete all my data, how are you going to know what data you have if you don't keep track of it? That's absolutely correct. I'm just going to take a moment to recognize our sponsor, Today, our sponsor is Bagler Law Firm. Bagler Law Firm helps with business formations, business contracts, and asset protection. Please visit baglerlaw.com for more information. So Rafi, I love asking this question of my guests, especially seasoned business owners such as yourself. What would you say was one or two of the most challenging aspects when you started your business? 
Uh, knowing what I didn't know. Uh, <laughs> I think, uh, you know, as a, as somebody who came from a practitioner point of view, like I was a technologist, you know, I was an engineer, I, I was doing IT. And then all of a sudden, after 12 years of doing that, I was thrust into, uh, hey, start your own company. Uh, and not knowing all those things uh, that were ahead of me uh, was definitely kind of the, the biggest task. You know, you, you get a, uh, the, the MBA program I went through did not prepare me to own a company. Uh, I'm sure. so glad you said that. Yeah. They don't teach you anything in college, no. right? No, no they not don't. at all. Definitely not. Definitely not. <laughs> I think there's, you know, there's some resource, better resources now than there were. And I think I've learned more about running a business in the last three, four years than I did in the first uh, 10 uh, or so. But it's, uh, that was definitely been the things knowing, not knowing what I didn't know is really kind of the thing. I'm so, you, I'm so glad you brought that up because that usually is one of the most uh, biggest challenges that business owners and entrepreneurs face, right? You you don't yeah. know what you don't know. Yeah. And uh, as because I deal with entrepreneurs on a daily basis, um, I have I've uh, I've written several books. One of my latest books is out on Amazon. It is the second edition to Go Legal Yourself, and that uh, explains the ins and outs of running a business, growing a business, and then preparing it for sale or exit. Because right? right. if you've been in business for you know, 15, 20 years and uh, you, you want to retire, well, who's going to pay for your retirement? It's your company, right? And yeah. how do you set your company up so you can actually live the life that, that you want to upon retirement? So, yes, uh, you know, there, there are books out there that can help people on um, starting a business, uh, running a business. But you also need to understand the legal pitfalls as well. Those are the ones that will get you in trouble. And this one today that we're talking about, the cybersecurity, that's a massive one. It's it's everywhere. It's in your face now. You know, ev everyone, at least once a day, you'll see on TV or you read in the newspaper uh, that somebody was hacked. But yeah. even department stores, Rafi, yeah. big departments, and that's where you use your credit cards. They have right. all of your information. Right. No, I, and it, it, again, yeah, it doesn't matter how small or big, the big ones are getting attacked. The small ones are getting attacked. The, the big ones can sometimes withstand it. Uh, Target's still in business. TJ Maxx is still in business after their big breaches a couple of years ago. Um, but the small mom and pop doesn't necessarily can get through a, a lot of that. And, and, you know, just like, you know, if you're a business owner, uh, I didn't know what I was doing when it come, came to uh, insurance or legal or any of those things. So you hire professionals to help you out with this. It's no different with, uh, with, with technology and cybersecurity. It's hire a professional to help you. Uh, there's going to be somebody that works with companies that are your size that works, uh, that works well. And you've become a necessity now. You literally have over the, you know, I'm going to say um, it, probably forever, but most prominently now over the span of five years, you definitely are a necessity to anyone that's in business. Yeah, I mean, we've we've been deemed essential workers too. So yes. it's, uh, you know, it's uh, not only, not only is it practically something that you need to do, but we can actually have, we can actually go out and visit you and do things where some maybe some other businesses haven't been able to for the last year or so. Fantastic. Rafi, I have enjoyed having you on the show. You've been such an incredible, a valuable guest. And how can the, well, the audience can obviously uh, contact you from our app. They can download the app 
from the app stores. It is called Go Legal Yourself. And you can contact any of our guests, including Rafi, from the app directly. But uh, how can someone contact you, Rafi? Yeah, I mean, we are, uh, our website has a contact form, triadanet.com, T-R-I-A-D-A-N-E-T.com. Uh, and I'm Triadanet on most social platforms as well. You can reach out to me on Facebook, LinkedIn, uh, connect with us if you have any questions uh, or concerns. Uh, I, I too recently uh, published a book. It was a, um, it was on Amazon called On Thin Ice. It was along with 30 other cybersecurity professionals. Uh, so check it out. There's actually a link on our website. If you want to grab a free copy, we can uh, send that to you as well. So feel free to, uh, to dive into that. That's fantastic. Uh, again, your information will be part of our show notes. We'll put all the links to your website and to the book as well uh, on our show notes. And thank you so much, Rafi, for being a, a wonderful guest. Thank you, Kelly. This was fun. Absolutely. And to all my friends out there, to all these entrepreneurs and aspiring entrepreneurs, we're always here to help. Do check out golegalyourself.com. It's a do-it-yourself legal protection. I am attorney Kelly Bagler, the queen of business law, and it's been my pleasure being your host. Until next time, cheers to your success. Produced by Imagine Podcasting, we help businesses eliminate competition by elevating their brand and message to be heard. Visit imaginepodcasting.com for more information. 